I didn't put the pasuk in. The famous pasuk it says, "Vez Yehuda Shalach Lafon of El Yosef Kershna." He sent Yehuda ahead. Right. So the is in the Medrash, what was the purpose of sending Yehuda ahead? Why did he send Yehuda ahead? The first opinion says he put him ahead to make a base dira. That's the, that's the previous that was on the previous page. I wasn't going to photocopy the whole page for three words. Right. Right. So. So he sent them ahead to prepare a, a place for people to be able to gather. He sent them to make a base medrash. There's a place that there should be somebody teaching, and the people in basement where people gather together to learn. Okay. So the, the, the learning took a primary element, or making a place to learn, took a, was, took a primary place in their in, in what they were doing going down to Mitzrayim. Now the matter says, I'll prove it to you. Now, I, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly um, that you can't prove that they made a base vod, that they made a base medrash. What you can prove is that learning was what they were involved in learning. Um, how do you know? Yaakov knew exactly where they were holding a learning. Right? It's been 22 years, but you remember, we're holding them in the second tosis, you know, <laughs> right, the bottom line, you know. Um, so the, the, bro- says, the brothers come back to Yaakov and say, Yosef's still alive. He didn't believe it. These are based on Perak Pershimenu. So Yaakov remembered which, where they were holding. I know that Yosef, we were holding learning the Sukkim at Glarufa when he left me. So he said to the bro- Yaakov said to the brothers, If Yosef told you which parent where they were holding, and you tell me that, that'll be the simon. Now, if Yosef also knew. Master Yosef, what did Yosef do to be able to not some agolos shenemer? Tell me, Yosef agolos al piparoi. Okay, so he sent them agolos al piparoi. Now, the word paroi and the word arufa have the same letters. Okay, so he was meramis in what he sent egla arufa. Okay. The lambach shem chavachem shal Yaakov Yosef v'hay oisik b'tera k'shem shal Yosef that Yaakov was was learning tera. Wherever, wherever place he went to, Yaakov was learning Torah, just like the Obis did before him. But actually, the Torah was not, it wasn't given yet. Um, and he kept all the lochus. The, the Kloyas were able to teach him Torah. Now, Menachem Kainu, so what, what? So the morale says, "Why cloyus? What's what's? Why, why do we refer to the kidneys as the source of learning?" He says, "The the kidneys function is to filter. The kidneys are the filters of the body. They filter out all of the impurities which are in in, in the, the in the, the life source. The process of learning is the process of filtering. Is the process of clarifying what is proper, what's improper, what's what is expected of you, what's not expected of you, etc." So the, the, the place in the, in, the, in the body which we, 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 are, we are given this inherent 
this intrinsic ability to do that is represented by the Kloyas. So the Abramovino had that ability to sit there and to sift through and come to a conclusion of what is, what's he supposed to do. Um, so he brings a he kept all of the halachas. Fine. Um, um, so the same thing is here as well. That Yaakov was learning Torah. So, but, but it wasn't just that he learned Torah. He set up a base matter, a place to learn. So Rashi brings this pshat, one of the pshatim. Rashi calls it a base of Talmud. Um, the Lushan which we have over here, um, it's called the base Vav. If you look up in the Lushan of the Rashi, Macharim um, Lahaskin Loy base Talmud. And we don't have the word Laharis Dorish. Now, excuse me for being, there is a yeshiva known as base of Talmud. And it was, now, it's not the case anymore, but in my days, you know, tells you used to learn very quickly. I mean, very quickly, comparatively to what they do nowadays. The Shiva used to scream at us, we're going too slow. But that was, uh, we used to do a blot a week for a Seder. Okay, and then blot a week, second Seder, so you do two blot a week. Uh, you know, Ian, the Shiva used to scream, a blot of Och? You're going to be in our audience, all you know is a blot of Och. So, Beis Talmud was known to go very slow. So the Velt said the reason why the reason why Rashi says it was the Beis Talmud is because twenty years is still holding the same sugya, holding the roof is still. So you know it had to be Beis Talmud. It wasn't tells you know the mirror. When they printed the Rishul was nifter. Rishul Rosovsky was nifter. He was the Rishiba. One of the Rishibas in Panyovich. They printed out his shur. So before they made them this nice, beautiful, you know. Typeset, etc. Basically, what they did, they took, they they, they printed stencils um, of of the shurim, and the stencils had the dates in them, and you could see how fast he was going, because you could see the dates, you see where he was holding. He was doing an average of two blot a week for seder. Two blot a week for a seder. Then I was once. There was a one of the one of the the tells in Cleveland. His name was Rabbi Barkin Zichlevracha. The double had learned the Panyavich. And he told us a story. One time he said that that, that the Panyavich Arov, the going out there, but he spent his time really building up the yeshiva, but, you know, raising money, etc. But, but he expect he was he himself was trying to, I mean the Panyavich Arov one time said about himself that he, he was he 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 was Makriv at Tamachokum for Klayaso. He could have been one of the Mamash one of the Ador in learning, but he instead he spent his he built the he built Kalyasu. He raised money and went all over the world raising money. When the Rav would come back, he, he said, when the Rav would come, we'd be away, we'd come back, and he was very upset. They're only going two blood a week? Like, what are they going so slow for? So when the Rav would come back, they used to skip. 
Like, he was so upset, you know, that they were going so slow. Only two blood a week for a seder. So when he would come back, you know, the, 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 day, the day before he come back, you know, they would the rebbe, she would say, okay, so now we're going to go to the next one. They, they knew, ah, the blood of is coming back tomorrow. Like, you know, <laughs> and they would punch it. They were scared of him. He's going to be so sad. Two blood a week. That's the only learning. I once, I, I once, I, I, I had the sluice once to sit. Um, there's a year in months, his name is Rabbi Shulman. Very well, tremendous, tremendous person, very well known. So I used to go to Muncie for, for Pesach. That was my previous used to go there for it. And I was invited to Rabbi for a suda. Uh, I would say 1976. So 1976, I read there for a suda. And at the end of the suda, it turned out that his, his son, Binyomin, was making a, he had just finished Mishnayis Olav Shas. And he was making a seam at the end of the meal. So there was the family, there was me, and then they invited a few close family guests for the end of the meal, for the seam. So we were the close family guests, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, Rabbi Wilson, the Shiva from the Beishraga, Rabbi Breslau were the Rabbi Bebeth. So I was a guest, so I was sitting up in the front next to Rabbi. Rabbi Yaakov comes in, they put Rabbi Yaakov down right next to me. So I was sitting right next to Rabbi Yaakov. It was awesome. Rabbi Yaakov stayed for an hour and a half. And he just, they got him going. It was Yom Tif, you know. They got him going. It was a very good move. And they, they, see, he said a, a, like a, a, a hadron on the, the, the Mishnah, on Shas, Mishnayis. And then he started speaking about the dark of learning, etc. And he said the following story. So somebody asked him, said, what was the dark of in Europe? What are they, what, you know, what was that they learned? Like, what are the Yeshiva Shem He says, Brachas Tolnida. What do you see with Shemaseftas? So, so somebody asked, what was one of the people asked, is like, you know, but like, like, you know, Nazika, Nashim, like, you know, he says, he says so Uriaka was a very, he had a very good sense of humor. He says, what can I tell you? Probably your Rebbe was in Yeshiva when they, they learned Nashim and Nazika. So he figured that's Yeshiva Shemaseftas. <laughs> that was his response. But they learned everything. They learned everything. So he says a story. When he went to, he learned the Slobodka. So Slobodka, he went, took his time to Slobodka, and he went on Pesach time. See, so he had learned from Daf Beis to Samach Vav for a Seder. He learned 65 blast for a Seder in the, over the winter. So he comes back. He was from Minsk. He comes back to the city of Minsk. And there's an Altaid over there who had learned in Volozhin way back when. Sees this, this bacher come and says, "You go man, check come here. You know, your little boy, come over here." What did you learn this man? I was pretty proud. <laughs> you know, we learned sixty-five blat for Zayner. You know, like you know, he's, ah. he says in Volozhin in the winter, they can finish Baba Kama and Baba Metziah, and the Metziyanim can finish all three Babas in the winter. Okay, so Rebbe says, "There's a little bit different derech of how to learn." Mashiach says, "Keep it." He says, "You only learn about a week. You can be amaratzim. You have to, you know, two blood a week at least for seder, like at least." Right? And we were we were butchering to keep up to the pace of a blood a week. It was it was it was tremendously challenging. Doesn't we have shocks there to learn a daffodil? Yeah, but, but but you know, okay. <laughs> okay. 
now they, they go, you know, she used to say, so now they, they, they go, so it's not pretty soon they go, they go backwards. <laughs> like, if she was very upset about it. So somebody asked us, oh, so she will hold you, she'll learn Bikiyas. He says, I know what the word means. She'll learn, learn without thinking? I don't know what that means. I can learn without thinking. Like, that was the Rashiva's response. Bikiyas, what's it us? So landed on a cup? It could, it could also be that the people that were teaching were obviously different people, right? Yeah, I, it's I, a combination of things. I, I, you know, listen, I, I, there, there, is, there, is, there is a very sharp individual in there, this is a one-time said a very good line, he says, what's everything nowadays? I mean, yeah, you look at the people who are sitting, they could say, sure, they were just on the spot. You know, when these, uh, Rishul Berman came, one came, came, came to tell Zeshiva for, for a, a, a simple, his, his, his daughter married a, his, um, his daughter married Rebar Saras himself. So he came to Mechab and said, Shir. So, oh, what are you learning? Oh, good. Oh, it's a saying a Shir. I mean, yeah. Like, that's where you do it. Like, they were standing, and it wasn't a pella. That was like, that was, like that's what's expected. If you're, if you're a Shashiva, that means you're able to do that. Whatever you're learning, he was able to just get up and start saying a Shir. Right? But the, this fellow said, he says, nowadays, what's the between a Magad Shir and a Bachar? He says, one blood. <laughs> He's one blood ahead of preparing. That's why he goes, look, he has to prepare. <laughs> yeah, okay. But maybe that's the way Hashem wants it to be now. We're going to get something new, something new. So we're going to see. We're going to see a little bit. Now, let's look at the Rambam. So, the, 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 page three. Okay, so he, the, the Rambam in the beginning of Behemoth Zavar Sechavim describes how the world collapsed into the, into the world of Behemoth Zorah. started out in the world with, with a clear awareness of Behemoth Zorah. And then Rabbi Avinu came and reset the, reset the stage, and then eventually Mitzrayim it fell apart again, etc. See, so gives a, the first paragraph of a is basically a history of the process of what is there in the world. So he said Rabbi Avinu was um, um, he he talks about how Rabbi Avinu came to recognize the Kodesh Baruch when he started bringing people to him, etc. And eventually the Melech was decided to throw him into Kibshan Aish, and he he, he was he had an ace, and eventually he left. He was gathering people with him, and he was calling out, talking, teaching about People would gather, and they, they, they would ask him, but what he was saying. Responded each person. He had the ability to give them an answer which may, would fit what they, where they were holding. And Avraham Avinu had thousands and tens of thousands of people who were following his path. Avraham Avinu was able to plant in them this understanding of that, that the person that Kodesh exists. And he, we speak to him directly. We don't need any intermediary, etc. The Chiyur by Swarim of Rambam wrote Swarim. And he passed on this knowledge to his son Yitzchok. Yitzchok Yitzchok continued to do the same. And Yitzchok appointed Yaakov that he should be a teacher. Yaakov again was teaching everybody. He taught his children. He taught his children. 
He appointed Levi to be the Rosh Hashiva, and he made a yeshiva, Bashiva Yeshiva. He made a place where they would gather together to learn, and he's going to be the one who's going to teach and keep the mitzvahs. And he told the, the children, they make sure that generation after generation, Levim have to be available to, to teach. They shouldn't be, shouldn't be burdened with other things. And he says they went. They, they were in Israel, etc. So he says, who was the Rosh Yeshiva? It was Levi? Rashi says, who did Yaakov send down to Mitzrayim to make the Yeshiva? Yehuda. So Yehuda was was the fundraiser. Like, uh, he was the executive director. He was administrative director. It means he appointed Yehuda Laharis the of Gershon. Yehuda is Laharis. He's the one who's going to teach. So, but he says over here that he appointed Levi is the one who's going to teach. Okay, go to the next page. So, I know. Okay, the next page is from the Sefer Zevi Yitrov. That's from Zev Hoberman Zichlid Just left a few years ago. Um, uh, within the last ten years, um, so there's a year the, the, the one of the, the and Elizabeth Myrok, the name is, is Jay Levine. Jay Levine was very close with Reb Zev. He was actually one of the he was uh, helped the financially put out the swarm. But uh, my connection to Reb Zev is that my wife, when she the year that after at seminary when she lived in New York and she was teaching in New York, she lived by the Hobermans. So I went, out, I went out with my wife from the Hoberman house. And I was petrified to meet Reb Zev. You know, Reb Zev was a Talmud of Baron Cutler, and, and he's a Chirusa with a Hutner. And he started with a Meral with a Hutner together. He was a Chirusa with a Hutner with and he was a Talmud. When um, Philly started, he was sent to Philly before um, rebellion. Before rebellion, it was it was it was, it was a Shmuel, Shmuel. And and Rabbi Hoberman went, and then and then and then Rabbi came afterwards. So he was turning some chacham. So he has a sefer which is basically machshavah yonim. He put a lot of swarm. He has an probably twenty swarm out. So he sent Yehuda ahead. Maybe Rashi Medrash Agoda. Laharis lefanav l'sakon lebeis talmud shisham teitzehura. The Yehuda should, should make this place where the Hara, where, where teachings had come out to Klai Yisrael. Because of Echad, in the first year of Medrash, Yehuda, Gobar Be'echad, Mechol Dabar, he was the top in everything. Mi'asam Gamba Tarab Bechachma, Gobar Mehem. Malabayu, Lahaskin, Lahyakim, Beistamunit. Therefore, it makes sense um, that Yehuda was the one who was chosen to be the one who was going to be the Rosh Hashiva. So we had a kasha. The Ramam Yitzchak deal the Yakim and all Yilamim the Yosher Malamid the whole quote etc. Okay. Bechulu. So let's get down about four lines. He named me Kobalim Hivla Yakim Avinu Levi. We know Rosh Hashem Yeshiva Malamid Derech Hashem or at least from Mitzvah Rav. He appointed Levi with that responsibility. Meduim Kain Shalach Yakim Yehuda Yosef Lahars Lefanim the second base of Talmud. Shusham Teitzer Rav. Why was Yehuda chosen with this responsibility over here? If Levi was Levi, So that's the question. 
Okay, so you want to suggest something like this. Parashat of the Yuma, Amarava. Lo Mishach HaTzirah Ramonah, the Murray of the Osim Yishavet Levi, or Mishavet Yisachar. We found a Tamachachim, who was a Murray, Hiroa, he's t- teaching in class, so he's giving instruction. I mean, he's giving proper instruction on how to do things. He has to either come from Shevet Levi or from Shevet Yisachar. Levi, the Ksiv Yorah, Mishvedakal Yaakov, Yisachar, the Ksiv Yorah, they've been elitim, Lodas, Mayasa, Yisrael, uh, so the Pesach describes that they were the ones who knew what Klai should do. Ve'em and Yehuda, Na'am and Yisib Yehuda Mechaykiki. Yehuda was the one who was Mechaykik, which, like, which the Rashi said one time referring to that he taught her. Asuke Shmaita, leave it the Elchaz HaKamina. No, the issue which we're referring to over here is that, that the person should reach the ability to come to the final decision of how to do it. That Yehuda didn't get. So, so what's Mechokek? Mechokek is, means the one who teaches, he teaches Torah. Pierce Rashi, Shemara Ros, Shemara Ros, 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 so he's called because he so the big teachers of Torah is Yehuda. The ones who are past getting Allah Lamaisa, being Mara Ro Lamaisa, that's Levi and that's Yisachar. So was Ramosha fasting a God? A Levi? No, but he was from Yisachar. Rav Moshe, no, Rav Aaron, Kotler, was he, was he, her, he was a poser, right? Rav Aaron? Kotler? No. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, listen, all these people, like, they, you know, sure, they, sure. They, they didn't stare away from passing the Shalom, they need the Shalom, but he wasn't really, uh, he wasn't known as an address to ask Shalom to. So his Talmudim used to ask him. Okay. But not to learn, but by the second last line. The Mechagakim, the Asim Yehuda, Ha'isa, Chachmasam, Chachmas, Eker Harim. So the Mora says, in, there's a Mora in, um, there's a Mora in Hurrius, the Mora presents the discussion that which one is Adif. The Mora says there's, there's somebody called a Sinai, somebody called Erkohar. A Sinai is a person who has the knowledge of Torah very down pat, like, like, like as it was given by our Sinai. The Erkohar is a person who can, you know, metaphorically, Lift up mountains and crush them together in, in Swara, discuss things back and forth, etc. Think, work things out through Swara. So he wants to suggest that the Mechaikik is referring, that the, what the element of Mechaikik that Yehuda had is referring to the Nakud of Echohar. Yehuda was a big lambman. Okay? Shaya Kharifim, Mupapolim, Babatara, Mashek and Moya, Ra, Halacha, Dots, Meshavah Levi, Meshavah Yisachar, Chamas, Moya, and Chamas Sinai. That everything very masudah, very clear, very orderly. Right? That's why they're able to pass it. 
Okay. Now the more says, which one is Azif? Sinai is Azif. Ray Rashi says, the cult circle of the Marichita, because everybody needs the person who has the wheat. Clever of Yosef, who Marichita, the fish of Mishnah, Brysa, Sturmloy, Mipia Shmua, Kinisasame, or Sinai, the Mishnah, Brysa, they have everything clear, everything. So he's able to pass it. So that's why he's called the Sinai. Near me out to the Levi, the Sinai, Marichita, Levi was the Sinai, the Marichiti. He was the one who was going to direct Klaus what to do. The person who's going to tell you how to make sure you're keeping everything properly and direct you is going to be Levi. But to establish the base of Talmud, this be a Mokham where people come to learn Torah, that process has to be a process of discussion, of challenging, thinking, fighting. It has to be Oikaharim. Shatikan base of Talmud, to create a place where Hurrah can come out, it has to be a place where there is such a thing. Why Yehuda had to be the person that to, to go there? Yeah. It says in Hilchus based in that uh, a Dayan has to be someone who is, can come up with it, like an original Svara Yeah, yeah. We're not. We're not definitely not saying one of the one is not doesn't have the other. So, okay, so what I was going to ask, what's the difference in Oikar Harim and, and, and like to be able to? That, that's even though that's true. You know, there are people which their their reputation is the ability the the this th- ripping things apart, pulling them together. The, the Savara is their strength, and the people which their strength is they have information, and they also have. A, Right. You will, I'll give you a marshal. We're not, we're not always going to say that Ravadi Yosef wasn't the person who could pass it. But you look at Ravadi Yosef's chubas, you see it's much more built on information that he has and, and connecting it. You look at Mershon chubas, and most of Mershon's chubas are Sefer Gomorrah, Risharnin, Kashas on the Sugya, building up a whole binion, and then passing based on that. It's a whole different type of approach. It's more like Oger Harim. It's more like Oger Harim. It's a fascinating. Russian Shubas are fascinating. He very rarely quotes. Radya would give me 50 sources. Russia quotes three sources in a Jew. You know, maybe, you know, sometimes. Russia will argue on. I was learning a Jew when Russia went through a Sugya. It was Nida. Difficult Sugya. Russia's writing a Shuba. And he has a problem with the Sugya. He bases himself on a rash in his Pirish Mishnah in the Seder Taurus and a Bira Groh, and he argues on a Shach, a Taz, and a Bach. It's like, I can't believe it. He's passing the Lachal against the Shach, the Taz, and the Bach, based on a, a, a Diak and a Sugya and a Binyan that he built because of it. And then they, you know, going to the and then he says, you know, uh, even though I, I'm, I'm clear 100% that this is the correct Pesach, but since the mice of the Shach and Tazimus are not like me, unless we have another Sadhetta, I'm not going to make a lot of it. And then there's another Sadhetta, and he has a Sadhetta, etc. But he was ready, he also proved that he's right, the Shach, the Taz, and the Bach are wrong. <laughs> like, you know, Ravaj would never do that. It's a different type of approach. Another question. What's the difference between a Nasi and a Bet Av on, on the base, on the base then? On the Sanhedrin? Right? Two questions. Is it connected? No, I don't think so. I mean, because. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I thought it may, maybe it's interesting to think about. So I just want to tell you a fascinating thing about about this. He's saying the the, the there's a famous maestro with, with Rishel Salanter. The Derek Halima, which we have in Shiva nowadays, which is this deterioration, whatever it is, it comes because of Prime Brisker. Who's, who said this? Well, 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 oh, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you I'm, I'm, I'm saying this. Oh, okay, okay. It came because of Rukhain Brisker. Right? Rukhain Brisker introduced this, this a Mahalakam, which is very much Eikerhara. You know, steerers, kashas, chalukim, you know, handling, you know, clearing, you know, again and again and again and again. Right? He was still going, got much quicker than they go now, nowadays. But that's, and the reason why in America, where all the the chash rishivas in America nowadays, where all they learn, they all learn the risk, right? Which is the hemshin of time to available, to, 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 etc. And they were metabolist there, and they're they're passing it on, right? Your gift didn't learn the risk, you know, like you know, but rishiv was an akharim, but the mahalach in Europe really beikir was a was a much was a much more gathering information. Moving quickly, thinking, but you know, not without, without thinking. But there was a lot of. Right. They brought Rokhaim Brisker when he was young. To Rishel Salanter. Rishel Salanter spoke to him learning. Rishel Salanter was a going out there. Rishel Salanter was a going out there. The 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 base Rokhaim one time said the three biggest goinim. The generation before him, where it was the Merle Diskin, the Basil Levy, his father, right? and Rishel Salanta. Rishel Salanta was the biggest, la, biggest, la, well, the three biggest three in the generation before him. We know him because of his Musser, but he was, again, he made a decision to focus on that. Right? Right. Now, if you if you understand who the Merle Diskin was, you put you say Rishel Salanta in the same breath as as the Merle Diskin. That's a mind-boggling statement, right? Now this one was, they said that you know the the, the pacha that, that the people had from Merle Diskin was mind-boggling. Merle Diskin, I mean, he could look at a he would look at a tree and tell me how many leaves are on the tree. I mean, that level of of, of vision. He, he moved. He moved to Eretz Yisrael, and the Gedali, all, all of Gedali Yerushalayim took him as a rebbe. They they all became Talmidim through Merle Diskin. So Rishel Salanta is meeting Rukhain Brisker. Talks about learning. He says, oh, the Barashim is sending a, 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 a Mahalach which will be able to save the next generation. That's what he said. Why? Because the next generation, you know, they're going to be, they're going to be exposed to so much. The world is coming much more exciting out there. It's fascinating. It's interesting. The science and everything, etc. Learning, just learning and memorizing, etc. It's, it's not going to keep them in. But you create a mahalak of learning where it's, it's fascinating and there's arguments and there's discussion and there's a back and the forth. And that's going to bring them back. That's going to hold them to the world of Torah. And the Barashim sent this mahalak now that the next generation should not be lost. That's what Rishel Salantra said about Rukhain Brisk. But the fallout is it, it, it slows people down. Right? And, and, and people lose, you know, you, you have to find the balance. You have to find the balance. So you, I, if I could suggest, right, Yaakovina is, is, is establishing Klaisel in Mitzrayim. You, you establish them with the Rukhain Brisker. You don't establish them with, 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 with you know, with the Rukhain Yosef. It's not going to work. 
Right? That's not what's going to work for you to, to, get, to make it go. You need somebody to give the hurrah, what to do. You need them also. But to establish that that, that should be the bulwark uh, against uh, the assimilation, you have to get Kleisel into the world of learning. Okay. Just want to do a few things over here. Uh, it's already late. Um, I want to go back to that page that we skipped. But. Um, so he, uh, the next page, this is Lekhat Avasatar. This is from a fascinating person. His name is Ramosha Tsuriel. Ramosha Tsuriel was the Mashkiach in Shalavim. Um, for many, he's not longer there, but he, he was there for many years. Um, he has many sort The man, he's, he has a photo, photograph of memory. And he, he, he just sits and learns. And so he, like, like he could gather together in any, any topic he wants to talk about. He can gather together all of the morales and all of the, the malpims and all of the thisses and all of the thats and, and start listing them for you. And he wrote sort of like that. Like, you know, so... Um, just mind-boggling what he's produced. Okay, so he has a safer about Avas Tarvis. So the safer one he does in each parsha, he talks about something in the parsha that has to do with, 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 with about about Tara, about Avas Tarvis. So this week's parsha, he picks this topic, and each parsha he goes through, he talks about it. He talks about this Yisoid, Derech Pshat, Derech Drush, Derech Remiz, Derech Soid. He goes through the same. Same piece he's discussing, he approaches it from all four approaches, and he quotes different sources on the topic. Fascinating. Okay. So he says that he brings this, he said they should make for them a base, base of Vod, base of Talmud. The Sanchuma actually says, Lashon base of Talmud. Okay. Now, Lekach, Sheesh, Tanel, Olam, and Mizep, the takeaway lesson. You know, we see that the first thing that he addressed was building the base of Eresh. We need a place to learn. Right, before, before he did it before he took care of the house, according to this shot. Before he worked out, right? So I, I just give you, you know, Lahavdo, right? You understand? We, we can picture, especially you know, Washington D.C. You know, there's people who make a decision which neighbor to move in, based on whether the schools are good, because they want these children to have a good education. Mm-hmm. Then, well, then we'll figure out how to, where to get a house. But the decision is for the, they don't say, "Well, there's a nice house, let's move there." They say, "It's a great school system, let's move there." And then they'll talk about the houses. So Yaakovino says, "We need the first thing we need is a base rent." Then we'll talk about you know where where to, where, where to put the tent, you know. They're moving to a new neighborhood, a strange neighborhood. They're going to go down a level. So you have a base to Both were in in. in the Reish Galusa and Bobo and the, the Nasi in Israel, which took responsibility for teaching of the Torah. They weren't necessarily all of them to be the Reish Galusa. They weren't the Gdali Ador, but they were, right? But that, we see they had that Kayach to be the person who could create such a thing. Okay, that's the, that's that point. Now, take a look at the next page. You know, here's you see, like, you see his, um, 
Um, so that was Remus? That was on the, on the level of Remus? No, that was their shot. That was their shot. What happened to Remus? Yeah. Next page. Oh, oh, this. oh sorry. Uh, no, Remus comes before Pardis. Shot Remus? He, he, his Put order is in order. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Now, so it says, Best you know, Now, it's written um, with Chosser, but it's, you carry it Mole. The fun of Gershna. It's it's read lahoros, but it's it's written lahoras, because that's the same letters as, as there there he went there for Torah. Okay, which is one of the Rishonim. Okay, the Gemachi is, he points out the numbers at 2333 and 2334. Um, no, no remus to the resolution. Anyway, um, but, um, but one, being off one, Gemachi being one off is acceptable. So the, the Reno Fryam points out that in the, in the Pasuk it says, is the remus, is Marumas, Api Gematria, this idea that Chazal referring to. Okay. Um, he said, then he says, Derech Musar. Okay. Um, so he brings the Chazal, which referring to. He says, Kach Matzana, the bottom of the page, bottom of page 61 over there. So Christ is going to go to Babel. So what the Russians do? Higl the Sham, Tamidah Chachamim. So earlier, before the final Golis, when Kleiser went into the, the, the main corpus of Kleiser went into Golis, 11 years before that, they, he took, Nebuchadnezzar took these people, these, these Gibar. With with and he appointed Sitkia was was from the the, the, the family of the, of the of the kings as the, the Malach. He was diligent to make sure that the Ra should come. What does it mean? How's that? Because he's a tzaddik in Cain. So also, Kadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael Shikdim Golos Sitkio, Void Golos Yechonya Kiyemus. Golos Sitkio came when the 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 original people were still there. Who went earlier were still there. The see Bebe Golos Yechonya Chersha Masker Elif. Who was the Chersha Masker? Chersha Kimish Apoyskin Akolnatsin Kachersha. These are people which when they would open their mouths in Torah, everybody would be like they're mute. They have nothing to say. These people were so overwhelming in their knowledge of Torah, everybody was like, oh, wow. Masker, Kim and Shasargim, Baloch, Hashuin, Baisim. A Sargim is close it off. When they would become decision, nobody could, there was nothing more to talk about. It was done. Come all you elephants. There was a thousand of those people. So the Bershom did a chesed to Klaisil to bring them into Gbobo. When you already had, the Minachomim there set up before they came. See, here we go again. All right? Mir is a Krashi. Mir Kadosh Baruch, Golosit Kyo. Shehi Bachrena. 
Then he gives a Moshe at the bottom. When a person's about to leave yeshiva, so a person has to set up sidurim for himself that he has to have a mahal of how to maintain his, his ability to learn. Before he bans manim, a person has to come up with a mahal of make sure they, they learn, etc. Fine. Let's go back. The Bershom was promised to maintain Kalayisrael. The Bershom will send his Shekhinah with us wherever we go. Wherever we go. We have to find the Shekhinah as we go along. We have to be aware that he's here and find him. But you want to be able to maintain the Kesher to Kesher Borderhu, you got to work on it at your end. Versus, I'm coming along. Okay? Before he goes down, Bershom says, here in the parchment he goes, Bershom says, The Bershom says, I'm, I, The, the Shekhinah will go down with you to Mitzrayim. He'll bring it to you without you get, being even overlooking it. You will need no oversight. You won't have to deal with the Mitzrayim which don't deserve to come near Yaakov Avinu. He says, I'm coming with you. The is coming with us to Mitzrayim. And the Bershom says that you will not be involved in Mitzrayim Bechlal. You can sit in your own, own corner and not deal with the Mitzrayim Bechlal. I'm not giving involved He's stopping He did not rely on that. Now the post says the of, right? So the fun of means in front of him, in front of who? In front of Yaakov. You're not involved in the goyim. But being in Mitzrayim affects you. Your Mitzrayim, it affects you. To be able to know what to do, you have to have clarity. Once you're not clear, you're affected by your surroundings. 
Torah brura lahafkin lechaner ma mutter ma aser ma emes and ma sheker. If you don't have clarity what's right and what's wrong, you're affected by the, you start absorbing the the the, the, the values of the society. Yavino heivin shavchana lechaner efsharis raka and kelim shall base talmud shall be shalte tzera. But kelim elu gam yucholizkus legalizes shkina imay gam and goes inside. Then I'll find then I'll find the shkina which is with me. Right. You need to have that. You, you, we need, in our end, we need to understand that we need the Makusher to the world of. of I, I, should I say this? Okay, I'll say it already. It's, it's late. You, 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 don't, you don't control yourself. It's not late enough. <laughs> so, I, 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 you know, I moved here in 1997, 20 years ago. Uh, I was, before that, I was 23 years in Tazushim. So they needed a can opener to get me out of, you know, out of the yeshiva to come here. I was like, you know, like, really? You're like, I, I was part of the woodwork. You know, 23 years in yeshiva, you know. But I said, he tells yeshiva, to try to describe tells yeshiva to you. Tells yeshiva was the, one of the, uh, God all the time said, he says, that he walked to me and tells yeshiva, he says, it's, it's a piece of artist still in America. It's set off, it's by itself, it's Kaddish, it's Tor, you feel you're in a different world. And I'm moving to, you know, I, to, to Summerspring, Maryland. You know, it's a different world. It's a, it's a world, you know, and I knew Summerspring. I walked from Summerspring. I visited Summerspring before, or at least I thought I knew Summerspring to some extent. You know, um, it's like, so ha, why did I feel comfortable doing it? I mean, I, I, obviously I discussed it very much. Because Rebaran in those days was still commuting. Sir Byron, I told Byron, listen, I'm moving in one condition. You, go, you keep going back there to sell every, every four weeks and recharging your batteries. You come back, you have to recharge me too. I need to hold on to a lifeline. <coughs> you need to hold on to a lifeline that, that, that you should have clarity. Right? Because otherwise, you know, there's, you, get, you get affected. And I don't, I don't, my 20th year, I'm gonna write, I can write a, write a book of all the things which I've lost my clarity on in the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it's 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 you know it's a serious thing. You know you're in a situation, and the, and the Russian is with you, the Shkin is with you. The Shkin is with us in Golis. The Russian says it says the Russian doesn't say he says I'm gonna come back with you. I'm coming back. I right? didn't say he will bring you back. It's Meshav, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So the old Russian, the Shkin is with us in Golis. The Shkin is with us in Golis. But the only way it works if a person works to find that clarity. Um, I think I told you. Meshkech menachalanos metitzim menacharakim. I told you that for it, right? Meshkech menachalanos metitzim menacharakim. The pasuk says in Shira Shirim, the Bereshim is meshkech menachalanos. He watches through the windows. He peers through the cracks. So what's watching through the windows and peering through the cracks? I told you over from Rabbi Travis, as the Yiddel of the Munsi in those days, and he said a word. He said that parents send the child out to play in the front yard. So the child's out by himself. So he gets nervous when he hears, I'm out by himself. He looks up and the father's sitting by the window over, watching, watching over him so he feels safe. He sees his father's looking for him. Well, what about the situation the child did something wrong? So says, I'm sorry, you can't live in this house. You have to go outside. You have to go out. Banish from the house. So the child goes outside. He's all by himself. It's very dangerous. He looks at the window. And the shutters are closed. But now, do you think the father doesn't care about his worry? He's not worried about his child. Doesn't care about his child. See, so well, makes a crack, and he looks out. See, so he's watching still. You can't see. 
to shut the, shut the shutters. He doesn't want the child to know, because that's part of the part of the, the punishment is not so obvious. So the same level of Ashkocha is there. He's still st- he's still watching on the same level of clarity on his end. We don't see it. So the times of good are Mashkech Menachalanus, and the times when we do averus, we're set the way. It's Mitzitz Menacharikim. So the Shkina is there, but to have the clarity to know that and realize that we don't see him and he's still there, you need the clarity of learning, and that's the harsh of fun. That's the harsh of fun of Gershna. That's that's creating the base Talmud where a person walks in and the whole avodah is seeking out and understanding what is a, finding the, the Dvar Hashem. That's what it's all about. That. So I put it in the back. I put two pieces, which are famous pieces. Who's the Chaim? His name is Chaim Friedlander. He was he was a Talmud of Dassler. He was the Meshkiach in Panyim Shachiva um, after Dassler. Okay. Um, there's a piece from the Nefesh Chaim, which Nefesh Chaim really is. is, 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 is he wrote four Shorim. The Sefer has four short and four sections. Um, and each one addresses a different, ele- a different element. The fourth short talks about Limanatara. What it means, Limanatara, Limanatara, Lishmo, etc. I really could have put the whole Shardal in, in the packet, but that, that, we, that we, we wouldn't get to it anyway. But one piece over here, which is a famous piece, or at least can I see it. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no, nothing to discuss. It's Pashat. Because if there be in the, in the, throughout the whole earth, from one end to the other, if there be one moment that no Jew is learning to anyone in the world, the world will revert back to original Torah. The world cannot exist without her being learned in it. So there has to be somebody learning. So nowadays, you know, Kleiser was once upon a time really sort of maintained within a few time zones. You know, from uh, from you know Russia, you know Lithuania to the west and south, the same time zones. You know, the same area, North Africa, and the in the Middle East, basically the same the same the same area. So it was three four time zones, maybe three. You know, so uh, what was the pshat? They big must meet him. They said nowadays we don't have such big must meet him. Brush him did a chesed. He put him in Australia. So when we're sleeping, they're they're awake. Because of this, in Belashan Yeshiva, he made Mishmarim. He made this. He made different sections. So there was, there was always somebody in the morning of Esmerish. There was a night shift. And the Prophet learned the, learned the, the night shift. Right? There was one shift that Rabbi took for himself. Matsyam Kippur. Matsyam Kippur. Everybody's busy uh, eating. He sat down and he learned through the night. Till the Bachman would come back. A few hours later, the Bachman would come back. He, he, then he broke his fast. But you know, the first thing he did once he came he said, "Oh, he will learn for for four hours. Just make sure there's there's somebody learning there, and he will not be mafsik." So that's the famous piece of Chaim. But the other piece I want to show you was the Beis Halevi. It's also a famous piece of Beis Halevi. Beis Halevi says that um, when the Kaiser was ma- the Lord of the Word says, "Said the Shabbos, Darshu Simoy, Peshosh Shikdimu Yisod Nasa Ladishma, 
You're the Samach Ribay Shamalach Eshar, it's a Kashim Bakal Echad, we should sell snakes to her. Echad Kaganath, Echad Kaganishma. McClaysa said Nasa before Nishma, they got two, two crowds. So what's the what's the Nakura Nasa before Nishma? Right? We said that we, 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 we will hear, we will do. So what's someone saying? Nishma Manasa. Why is Dafka Nasa Manishma? That g- gave us the, 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 the more stressing, they were mocked him, Nasa the Nishma. Oh, then Malachim come. What's the shot? I'm not going to read the whole piece inside, but he says like this. Nasa means to do, Nishma means to, 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 uh, to listen, means to hear the words of Torah, absorb the words of Torah. And understand, understand, right? Shema Yisrael, understand. You can't do the mitzvahs without understanding the words of Torah. So what is what is this Nasa and Nishma? By definition, Nasa includes Nishma. Right? So you, you have to learn. There's a tremendous amount of learning involved to be able to do mitzvahs properly. You, you want to, you know, you want to make sure you take your lula properly. There, either you, you learn it yourself or you have somebody who's knowledgeable in it, but you know, it's a lot of, lot of information over there to know how to pass it on a dollar a minute. Right? And your sukkah's kosher, your sukkah's not kosher. I mean, you got a lot of learning about right? Shabbos, right? Except the Shabbos. You learn how says also except the Erevin. To keep Shabbos properly, you need you have three percent you need to know Pat. Right? It's not like understanding. It's like, show me how to do it. Okay, all right. Well, you need right. to know the psaq, no. not the whole. I understand, but there's, but there's Klai Yisrael committing to learn it properly. <coughs> says, so, if it would have said Nishma Manasseh, I would say that all it's telling me is we're going to learn the Torah to be able to know what to do. But now that it says Naseh and Nishma, Naseh already means to learn Torah, to know what to do. So what's Nishma? It means learn Torah to learn Torah. Not because it's a hechadim to know what to do. It's learning to because that is the Dvar Hashem. And I need to know, I want to hear the Dvar Hashem. I, I think I told you the, the, the beginning to get, get into, into the Vildegorn's class, right? I'll tell you that story. If you want to join the Vildegorn's learning group. So obviously to join the Vildegorn's learning group, you had to be a Tamachachim. I mean, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm not joining the group. You're like, you know, you talk about the, the, the highest caliber of the generation are coming to learn about the Vildegorn. <coughs> So, but he, he had a bechina to see if he can get in. The bechina, so this bechina is it's it's quoted different places. I heard the version that I heard, which I actually saw that recently a version which didn't say like that, like that. He would put the person in, into a room and say, "Learn this piece, this you know, this piece of of tarot. Keep chazing until I come for you." Okay. Keep chaz until I come for you. It was not necessarily a difficult piece of Gemara. You know, and you read it once, twice, three times, ten times, hundred times, two hundred times, three hundred times, until the Vilna came back for him. How do you do it? The answer is, if you love the words of Torah, you can you read it a million times. If you just enjoy the fascinating handling and the fascinating, then I kept a while. You're just like, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I remember we were sitting with Shiva one time. Friday night we used to have, we used to have a vod with him, and we were learning uh, we, we learned shiradas with him. And the rabbi said, would, would serve cake. So one time we were, you know, towards that and we were learning, so the rabbi said, put out the cake. And I think one of the bachrim's eyes lit up a little bit, you know, chocolate cake, whatever. <laughs> right, bachrim, chocolate cake. Right. <laughs> so 
the Rishiva noticed it. He says, cake is Gishmach? Teir is Gishmach. We can eat a Mishnah. You can eat a Mishnah. Elu Mitchish Shalei. You can eat the Mishnah. You heard, you hear, you heard him like you know, licking his chops over the words of the Mishnah. He was eating the Mishnah. It was, it was like a beautiful. It was like, I can't describe it. It was like it was like it was gorgeous. You heard him enjoying the words, not because being alumnus, just enjoying the words of the Mishnah. It's the Bereshit's words. What can be more exciting than reading the Bereshit's words? So the marshal I used to explain it, I think I, I remember I told you this marshal or not, but it says most of you, many of you, all of you, maybe I don't know, set letters to your to your 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 wife when during your period of bichas and kala. You sent a letter. Right? How many times do you think she read that letter? Once, twice, ten times, right? Not once. She read it more than once because it's a letter from her chassan. Right? She enjoys reading a letter from her chassan. Not only that, like, you know, if you ever come home, you know, right before Pesach, you know, and you see your wife sitting in the bed with this dreamy look in her face, you know that she found the box where she kept the letters, <laughs> and she reads reading them again, and she's thinking back to that tzikufa, right? I just want to warn you: if you keep that box, one day your kids are going to find it and read the read it also. But you know, and that is pretty mushy, wasn't he? Anyway, right? But but what's that? She she knows what it says there already. There's no chedushim there, but she enjoys reading the letter from her husband. The Bereshit is the Torah is the Bereshit's letter to Klal Yisrael. How can you not enjoy it? It's, I'm not doing it. I'm, okay, I need not to do I just enjoy reading the Russian's words. Russian, the little guy said, if you want to enjoy learning by me, you have to enjoy reading the words because you enjoy reading the words, not because it's the lumbus. So the way I heard this, the, 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 the story was that the, he would ask, ask them to learn the first three words of Dira Yaman. You ever learn Dira Yaman? Dira Yaman, the first three words are Adam, Shais, Enrish. The first three, four, four psukim, the first passage is Adam Shesh Enos. The next one is Canaan Mahalo Yarid. Right? It basically goes through the ten generations. So, so that's the, the basic. Okay, you put the fell down the room. Adam Shesh Enos. Adam Shesh Enos. Enos Shesh Adam. Adam Enos Shesh. Okay? That's 30 seconds. <laughs> How many times can you read that Pusik? They'll come back after a few hours. You got the person who read the Pusik. But it's a Russian, if the Russian wrote those words, it's part of Tanakh, it's part of the Russian's message. It's words which are important that I need to know. The Russian wants me to, to know them. The Russian wants me to know the Adam, and the Russian's talking to me. And the, the Russian's talking to me. I want to hear what he has to say. That's Nasa. And then Nishma. That's why you get Ksorim. Migol is who talk like so the, the secrets of understanding that the Torah's function is not to, to know what to do. The Torah's function is because that's the Bar Hashem. <coughs> that's why you deserve to get the Torah. Ah, now you deserve to get the Torah. You, 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 appreciate, you don't appreciate what you're getting. That's when the Malachim came and says, who gave him that secret? And now you're going to get your crown. You want to mock the Nasa Nishma? No, no, no. Not even one crown. No crowns. 
Because then Torah is just a hechadim is a malmut to know what to do. That's not what Torah is. That's totally being the mayat what Torah is. I'm sorry, no, no crowns for you. 